0: Fifteen minutes to the top of the hour. Right now, we're with the deep fried nerds here in the uh, studio. Let's uh, get with Mike here. Mike, how are you doing today? Waka
1: waka waka. What's up, guys? <laughs> Welcome to another episode. We're back. Wait, here is this. This is nine. Fuck. Okay, I was about. I almost blew my my celebratory water right there.
0: Or, or 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 we could put this in two parts. We could. And then this would be nine and ten. We could end right now, make that nine, and then make ten. I don't know. I don't know, how do you feel about that? I love it. We'll I love see. the idea.
1: In your uh, heads, kids. In your heads.
0: <laughs> Welcome. Uh so we were off last week because I was not feeling well. I'm still not feeling well, so if I start coughing on the microphone, please forgive me. Um I know not what I do. Avoid the ear aids, it can happen. Yes.
1: <laughs> I read um, it. I read it on the internet. It must be true. It's Info on the internet. right? Yeah.
0: Then reinstated. <laughs> Speaking of InfoWars, man, I, I I did not realize that there are so many fucking idiots out there that believe, like, these crazy, crazy conspiracy theories. Like oh, there's it, some good ones, man. It goes beyond flat earthers. It, it goes, like, lizard people. Oh, it gets and,
1: like, deep, man. There's a weird cohesion, too. Like, it, it, it holds just enough together to just keep attracting different parts. They're like, wait a minute. Okay, I was I was digging it. I right, fine. The earth, the earth is flat. There, there's... There's this barrier that we can't go across. That there's another race of people. Pretty much the story of fucking Game of Thrones. It's what, <laughs> it's what, I think that's what matter. Or Scientology,
0: about. depending yeah. on what you believe.
1: Plus that, and there's Lizard's people. And there's the distinction between little short gray guys, the big blonde Viking-looking mm-hmm. motherfuckers, which speaks to a whole bunch of racism that I think exists in this alien conspiracy field, now that I think about Christ. it. Christ. And then, the uh, what the fuck is the third one? I don't know, they come in wreck shit. But, then there's the underground. You have to worry about also. What underground? Like I, the there's f- like the, the underground mall people. They get's fucking crazy. Oh god! Again, there's there's just it keeps attaching and I don't know. There, then, but then then you talk to somebody who's really in it. You're like, "What? Well, you really? You don't know this exact path that that history?"
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> like no, you don't
1: know because some you fucking know. guy came up with that shit like ten years ago on the internet, and now you're just repeating it. But anyway, oh god, yeah. that's fucking crazy. Uh, yeah, there are some very yeah. The yeah. Lizard People one is also is a pretty fun one.
0: Yeah, the, uh, I, I saw the Lizard People one, and um, I saw it in a movie. It was a Bill Mars movie, Religious. Have you ever seen that movie?
1: Yeah, I remember that one.
0: Uh, he was, at, in the deleted feature, he's talking to some guy at the Vatican, and he's saying that, like, oh, yeah, I know Lizard People exist because I saw the Pope transform into a lizard for a split second, and no one saw it but me and if you looked at this motherfucker you're like oh yeah credible source incredible
1: source <laughs> yeah it's yeah, yeah that's usually the feeling you get when <laughs> someone approaches you about this kind of thing you're like all right bro all right yeah okay. what's um, funny too is like when they start with something that's like a semi like scientific fact or like something that's semi like a semi piece that actually is kind of true <laughs> And then they just dive off the fucking deep end, like, so you actually get stuck in a conversation with the motherfucker. Yeah. At first you think, oh, yeah, you... They
0: bait you with a little bit of truth, and then yeah, they... Yeah, a little like... tiny
1: truth, and then all of a sudden, <coughs> yeah, we got things that like Wait a minute, hold on, wait a minute. That we're just talking about this... That his, that story about Columbus was fucked up. God damn it! Um. Yeah, that, that's how they fucking and get you. And then you puke all over the place because you smoked too many cigarettes, because you argued with the motherfucker.
0: Yeah. Anyway, I mean, life lessons. Stay away from those fucking people. Yeah. <laughs> Stay the fuck away from... Ah. Um, so, we, um, over the last two weeks, we saw a couple movies. We did. Um, we were building up some material to talk about.
1: Um, we did not disappoint.
0: I just want to say, first and foremost, you relate to both of those motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> both motherfucking this movies. This is true. And I put this on our Instagram, and in my Instagram.
1: <laughs> I was like, this fucking dude. Like, you know, I'm... I was actually set to be like two minutes early. I was surprised with myself. And then I hit that fucking train. <laughs> because I was like, in my head, I took this gamble. I'm like, do I take the route that I know gets me there? Right, right. Or do I take this one that might get me there? Like one or two. Let's do that. God damn it. You know what? Fuck taking risks, kids. No, don't listen to me. Yeah, listen don't... to me. I don't know. <laughs> take Basically, fuck trains. I forgot we even had those still running major arteries of traffic.
0: Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of an outdated system. But <laughs> what makes me laugh is that I, the first movie that you relate to, was Black Klansman. Yes. And you were twenty fucking two minutes late. Yes. And it was I, I, I text you and I, or I messaged you and I was like, hey, the movie's actually at seven fifty and I text and I you. And didn't that, check that I text like you 7 at seven o'clock. Yeah, I text you at <laughs> six o'clock
1: and you didn't check it till like seven. Oh, You're I, like, oh shit. I was already napping. I was like, oh, arm, it's fine. Fuck it, get up, I'm like, ah oh, it's not getting right oh fuck. Alright. So and then that one, then I would have been like
0: Two minutes late. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But miraculously, fucking miraculously, and I don't know how he's done it. He's done. This is the second time today. Got, he was late. Powers. Today he was late for uh the Happy Time murders, and I don't know how the fuck you did it or how you do this, but you're still late. But you walked That's in. Right. We walked into Black Klansmen as the movie was fucking started. Perfect timing. As a movie, and then perfect timing. I already had seeds. And you walk in as Happy Time Murder is starting. I'm like, how in the fuck? I got got a special power. It's fucking amazing. Oh, my God. (laughs) But, yeah, I I don't question his methods. If you want to see the previews, you know, show up a little (laughs) bit earlier. (laughs)
1: Previewless man at this point. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Oh, shit. Speaking of, all right, so which one do I want to get into?
0: Let's get with
1: the Happy time. Oh, right? That's pretty fresh. Literally watched this like 25 minutes ago. We walked out of the theater. It
0: was um, it was everything I ever imagined it would be. It was. A derogatory uh, Muppet movie.
1: Exactly. Uh, all all the strange, odd things that you always kind of wondered if they could do with Muppet. Pub- yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was that. It was in it. It delivered.
0: Yeah, it was amazing. It was. Uh, right. Melissa McCarthy delivered. It oh, was was a my God. fucking job. That was fucking amazing. It was. It reminded me of the movie The Heat. You ever see that movie with I her? I
1: did. I did watch it one, once through, and that was pretty funny. It,
0: it reminded me like that. It, except she wasn't as intense as she was in The Heat. She was uh, also it,
1: she. Well, she was more. They they made her like way less capable in The Heat. Yeah, it's like intentionally capable. Like yeah, things were happen on accident. This she was actually playing like a hardened sort of like detective. Yeah, with a. Hard candy addiction. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I, I like the that's drug, the the drug, drug references. Yeah. yeah. One of the greatest things they did with that is that they made the drug sugar so they never had to address it. Yeah. And you know the boards can't really be like, is that drug use? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I want to go back. I want to, see if, I want to see if that's on the tag from the movie.
0: What? If, if it the, if it has
1: drug use. Because it's technically all sugar. Anyway.
0: Oh, if it uh, simulated drug use, I guess. Maybe.
1: Uh-huh. I don't because, know. Because I'm I'm they had, like,
0: sprinkles and, like, raw sugar that they're snorting, like cocaine or shit like that. Yeah. And these puppets were like, I'll suck your dick for 50 cents. You got <laughs> some sugar
1: for me? The one thing I was, I was surprised, I don't know if I started to be freebasing the sugar. Maybe that was a little too... Oh, thing. I that, didn't see that. Yeah. Was or injecting? Maybe that's a little too close. Maybe that, that was their thinking. Because they had a whole lot of other things they had to worry about yeah. with the sensor boards. Yeah. But, yeah, you see on some... Some puppet sex happens. A lot of <laughs>
0: lots Oh, of my movies. God.
1: I, I really do highly recommend it's it. It's a great time. It's a good movie. It has a bunch of elements. It has the ridiculousness. It's spaced out. It brings in like the dramatic a bit. And then, bam, like, oh, yeah, remember, we're we a puppet movie. Yeah. And then it's like moves you on the story. Boom.
0: <laughs> what really surprised me and what really kind of shocked me about that the whole experience was there was ten fucking people in that theater. Like what was there? N- I- there was literally ten people in the theater. Like when you came in, I know it was. You were the last. I saw you right away, and I didn't really look up higher. You were s- you were second to last. So I counted. I was like one. Two, three. There was like eight people in there, and then you came in, and then another person came in right after you did. So I was like, "There's fucking literally ten people in this motherfucker." Like, what the yes. hell? I'm like, why wouldn't anyone want to see this? It's hilarious.
1: Uh, the, you know what, man? These hybrid movies are kind of... So, thinking of like a movie like this movie, uh, something like uh, Team America, like it's not, something that takes like a non-traditional medium and just goes like a hard R on it. Yeah. I, I get how it is kind of hard to pull off, because you do... I mean, I guess you have a slightly limited on it, but I think there's a lot of people are like, oh, it's a puppet movie, but they're not thinking, like, oh, it actually is going to be pretty fucking funny. Or that... I don't know. You're right. I would expect on a Sunday, you'd have a few more people in there. It's a good yeah. fucking movie. It's a good time, but I think it's like it's, it's whether or not people find it or not. Yeah. So I guess after this weekend, if like people come out and are like, oh, that shit's fucking hilarious, people are gonna jump on it. Yeah. Um, I mean, even, even fucking Deadpool, comic book movie, going hard, hard, but that was a fucking success. So it can yeah. work. It easily can, and it should. I advocate. It. Go watch this movie. But I feel like
0: Deadpool had such a, such a hype about it. It, they advertised That's true. For it, it. it
1: came in. It came in with a huge guerrilla marketing. You're right. So it did have a lot of hype, as opposed to like some some of these other ones that kind of come out and you got to wait and see. Yeah. But I, they had the budget in it. They did it well. They yeah. did everything they had to do. I, I hope it does well. <laughs> I'd yeah. love to see more of these I, movies. I would
0: love to see more of these. I'd amazing. like to see the
1: studio take off. This heads an oh, alternative to see a bunch of like puppet based movies. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's a good time. puppeteers r- need to make money to you Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah, and that's a dying profession right there, puppeteering. Exactly. So support this shit. Support puppet dicks. Yeah. Which actually, do you know what? One observation. I don't think we saw a puppet dick in this movie. No, we didn't. No. Okay. Sorry. Just a little observation. <laughs> so I pretty but much did. You everything want else. to see a puppet dick in there? oh uh, that- well. I was just assuming there probably would be a Puppet Dicks. We saw Puppet Vaginas. We or... did, and we saw Utter, which I guess was place. Oh, God. I guess that was the <laughs> workaround. I don't know. I was just thinking on par, but you know, whatever. Yeah. It's fine. We did. Yeah.
0: I, I think if they had shown Puppet Dick, it would have been like
1: NC-17? Is, is, that, <laughs> the step? is that the step too far?
0: Is that is, is, that, that, is that, that the
1: line? Is that the, is line? That the one? Because, I mean, at this point, it's, the line is a bunch of silly strings flying yeah. all over the place. For a long time, <laughs> Oh my god,
0: I did. I did love that. Uh, they're the puppets' version of alcohol was maple syrup, right? Yeah, <laughs> they have little tiny shots of uh, maple syrup. They had like the bottles. Uh, the bottles. Oh my god, it was fucking funny.
1: I do like the, the attention to detail, like of the world. Like they're like, okay, we're really these equivalents. Yes. The things to be setting up like the actual environment. Like they ad- just jump in and like. Dick Choke right away. I mean, they, yeah. it, it was one pretty early, but they would already established the world, and it's like, that's what makes a lot of that shit funny, because then you're allowed to like jump into like, what yeah. the rabbit does and what turns him on. You know?
0: what, what makes me, uh, what uh, kind of irritates me is that some people, I've, I've read the critics' reviews and stuff, and they're saying like, oh, it's not funny. It's not, you know, there's nothing funny about this and that. And it's like, in the time that we're living, either it's all funny, or it's not funny. It, it, or you either laugh about it, or you can laugh about it and sit there and like, oh, it's fucked up, but it's funny as shit. Or you shut the fuck up forever. Don't don't say anything. Like, it, in the world that we live in, we need to laugh about this shit. Yeah, it's a little twisted, and yeah, it's a little fucked up, but... And that's it's, why it's funny.
1: Yes, that's the fucking, fucking <laughs> point. It's like... No, humor isn't just simply... Humor is not the equivalent of celebrating something in a positive light. That is not the equivalent of humor, but I think people who aren't really funny or, like, don't have a real good sense of humor, I, I think they don't get the subtlety of what humor can be and, like, all the avenues it can explore. Exactly. Like that kind of stuff, I think, is lost on them, and they're like, oh, no, here's, like... Basically, all they want to do is they want to draw the conclusion line, but humor and satire requires, like, abstract thought. Yeah. It it doesn't work the same way. And I think they're trying to tackle the subject that way and they, that's why they just walk away with all this negativity. It's like you're just missing it entirely. Yeah, you're missing the whole point. Exactly. And it's like, yeah, that is the point that it's trying to make, but you're just presenting it in a very not Yeah, it's not not a humorous way. It's a like humor can get a point across in ways that that type of thinking can't. And and it can give off subtlety and complexity without having to draw a hard conclusion, which these people fucking love. Love is like A or B. It's black or white. Blah or fuck. No. It's
0: wrong or it's... it's That's not life.
1: We're not... Yeah. This isn't a fucking... It's not a game that we made up and played. No. Life is complex as shit. We gotta remember that.
0: (laughs) I mean, like, if I die, and if I die, like, fucking how Elvis died on the fucking shitter, (laughs) you know, if I died on the shitter, if somebody doesn't make a fucking joke within the first 30 minutes of my death being revealed... I feel like you failed, right? I I feel like... (laughs) My whole family has let me down. Right. No one said
1: shit about this. You get those rare gems to make such a connection. Like, that's a fucking gift of the universe right there. Beautiful. That is a connection right there. Like You know what? Statistically, we all have a pretty good chance of dying on the toilet. Because think about it. Of all the activities you do over and over, you're always taking shits. (laughs) Over the course of time, you spend months, if not years, on the toilet. True. You have a true. pretty damn good chance of doing it. so yeah, you know, There's a
0: good, there's good odds.
1: You might want to keep a couple props around just in case, like if you just happen to find yourself in that rare moment, like you feel a heart attack coming on, just like keep a dildo or like a rubber chicken <laughs> or like a crazy, but ba- just in the drawer next to it. So that when they find your body, you're just holding a random object and they really want to <laughs> know what's happening. Like a yo-yo. Like how was he yo-yoing on the <laughs> toilet? What the
0: fuck? What was he doing? Something. Was, he, was he walking the dog on the toilet? Was right? Yeah, just
1: something... Again, I would like to... Do, again, those little moments. Yeah. You gotta enjoy that kind of you, shit, man. You have to enjoy it. You can't sit there and be so man.
0: serious about shit.
1: Exactly. Because everything can just go away like that. Literally. Exactly. Fucking yeah. asteroid that's coming close could is. Probably not, but we're taking a crapshoot every day. Hey. Hey. <laughs> so fucking enjoy yourself. Make like,
0: fun. I mean, if an asteroid was heading to Earth, I'd be like, figures.
1: We probably wouldn't give a fuck about what, you know, may or may not piss people off in a puppet movie anymore if that shit happened. Yeah. We'd <laughs> remember yeah. real quick what we live um. in this crazy-ass universe. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Happy Time is fucking hilarious. Some yes. good old-school dark comedy. Please go watch it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's great. It's good humor. Fucking thumbs up both ways. So the first movie that you were
0: fucking late to, Yep. Black Klansman. Black Clansman. This movie was fucking fucking intense. Dude. It was.
1: It the different different the dark comedy in aspects, but not yeah. Yeah. This said some shit. <laughs> <laughs> this movie made some points, some hard points.
0: <laughs> I it, yeah. And then oh my gosh. What what made me laugh about the movie? And I don't really know if I should be laughing about it, but I'm going to laugh anyway because I can. Um was the guy uh, the main character, I forget his name. Uh, you know, I can't remember his name. Um, anyway, the main character, he's a black guy. And the premise of the movie is this. He becomes a cop in Colorado. And this is the peak of fucking racism. Uh, other than 2018. But yeah. uh, it's the peak of racism like in the 70s or some shit. And, uh, no
1: s- 60s, because remember, it's in the middle of the mixing the, oh, right. campaign. Yeah, 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 there,
0: right. Man. 60s. Excuse me. Um, so he is... Um, he becomes a cop, and he tries to take down the KKK. So in doing that, he calls the KKK because it's 1960 kids. There's no cell phones. There's no internet. There's no email shit. calls like the that. hotline. He calls the hotline. The, the K- local chapter. The Klansmen
1: hotline. Local chapter.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and he starts talking to, to uh, one of these Klansmen in his best white voice. Which I think is fucking impressive and which I found hilarious because I was like, I use my white voice every day. Like, hello, sir. How are you today? (laughs) Oh, I am doing fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, he ends up uh, up talking to him and then uh, Adam Driver, who is remarkably a good guy in this movie. I don't like him playing bad guys. I really don't. I really don't. But uh, he's a good guy. He has to play the... uh,
1: The the the, Ron. His His name is Ron. There we are. I think too. Yeah. Yeah. He has to play white Ron. He has to play play the physical version.
0: Yeah. And it's actually really funny because he basically infiltrates the KKK using his real fucking name, but using somebody as his white stunt double, essentially. (laughs) And he's um, he's finding out like these people are doing like horrible fucking things to black people, and. I just, you know, I, I put myself in that movie, like, if I was ever approached by the director and said, like, hey, I want you to be in this movie called Black Klansman, I don't think I would ever be comfortable saying the N-word that
1: many fucking times. Like, that, like... Oh, Alec Baldwin's straight up off the beginning. He starts it off strong. Yeah. he, he a yeah. damn good impression of my... Version of what fucking Hoover was that bad. <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> oh man, son
0: of a bitch. But yeah, I I just I couldn't, and you could tell Alec Baldwin it really hurt him to like say that shit. <laughs> like you could tell he was like mm-hmm, every time he said the N word, he was like
1: shit. <laughs> like, oh, but I. I I, I liked his <laughs> I liked the way he presented the reading of it as if he was reading off the property and getting like pissed and like Yeah having like the weird like what would normally be outtakes but it's like such it's a speech it when he's just like making he random just kept noises. Going. Yeah. he doesn't even know what the fuck he's really talking about because that, that? pissed off. It's like Ah yeah, that was, that was a damn good yeah. fucking Hoover But it was <laughs> Fuck that guy by the way.
0: <laughs> it was a really good movie. It was like it I um I got halfway through the movie and I was like and I kind of thought to myself, like, like holy shit, this shit really fucking happened. Like, this really... It still goes on today, of course, but it, like, yeah, it's, been it's been really rich. jarring to see, like, how bad it really was. To see it on film, you know, it's one thing to hear about it and to read about it, but it's another thing completely when you fucking look at a film and you're just seeing, like, these people beat the shit out of a black person for no goddamn reason.
1: That's what kicked off the Civil Rights Movement in the first place. The fact that people could see it. They saw pictures. mm -hmm. They were actually able to see like newscasts. Like, oh, fuck. What the hell?
0: Yeah.
1: It actually happens? Or like, to actually see, to know, yeah, to know something happens and then to see the visual of it, you're like, oh. It's not just like something, it's not just this fact that's stated in a book. You actually see something happen and you can make like emotional connections and whatnot to it. (laughs) Which, I think, really speaks to, I give Give mad props to using sort of the visual elements as blatantly as he did. I give Spike Lee a lot of credit for his presentation of the way he went about displaying displaying everything from you know like a a, clan, a Klansman's fucking ritual ceremony mm-hmm. to um, like a teaching. He he presented it really well, and so Ron again. I think I give him props for being as direct as he was because. As I was discussing with somebody, I think he veered away from a little bit of the subtlety. He, sends, he tends to use in some situations. Mm-hmm. He, he likes some things. He likes to leave a little open. This this one, no, it was as hard as hard and direct as you can get. Like, are you paying attention yet? Mm-hmm. Like, he did it very well. He got the point across. Like, I, I like it. it yeah. He did a great job at it. People, it's going to be really hard to be like it's going to be hard to talk your way around this movie. Yeah. (laughs) Which I think, again, it speaks... I give him credit for approaching it the way he did because I think at this point in time, people are so, so apt to try to do that, to be like, oh, no, I'm going to either talk this down or I'm going to take my opinion or that never happened or just all these just... It's this viewpoint, this viewpoint commentary as opposed opposed to, like, analysis commentary. It's going to be really fucking hard, and that's good. It's fucking good because, yeah, it it makes his point. There's so many parallels and... Little subtleties. And
0: <laughs> it, it really, it puts those type of people, like, racists and bigots, and it puts all of them in a spotlight, and they're like, oh, shit. Like, they actually see, like, things are are as bad as, you know, these black people have always been saying. And, it, and it, <clears throat> what really kind of struck me in the movie was there was a part where um, one of the Klansmen figures out that uh White Ron is not actually White Ron and he goes to what he thinks is White Ron's uh, apartment and he runs into uh Black Ron and he answers the door and instead of, you know, berating him with, you know, slander and shit like that, he's like, "I'm sorry, sir. I totally got the wrong apartment. You have a great day." And it just like it cut me to my core cuz I was like You know, white people do that shit all day long to me. And I know for a goddamn fact they turn around like, fucking Mexican, motherfucking asshole. (laughs) And, you know, it just, like... Like you were saying, he didn't hold anything back. He showed, like, how these people are. Like, they'll be kind to your face when, you know, people are watching. But when the lights go out and they're at home, they're like, fucking this and fucking that. And, like, they... It's really ugly. It's horrendously ugly. Yeah, people are fucked up, man. <laughs> this
1: showed that pretty damn crystal clear. Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. And and they threw in a bunch of stuff. Uh, they threw in a bunch of stuff, which I I didn't even know that was a part of the KKK way back then. The whole America First thing. I never knew that was part of the KKK back then. I just oh, thought it was yeah. some stupid shit that Trump. Uh, thought up and, you know, people ran with. But that is literally from the KKK. Like, holy fucking shit, man. Like, man. no one thought to think... No one saw this and no one thought, like, hey, dumbass, like, isn't that an old KKK saying America first? Eh. And it's, like, kind of sort of similar to white people first.
1: Got a combination not, not paying attention, some people looking the other way, and then fun little thing that happened with their textbook circa, like, the 19, about 1900. Yep, a whole shitload of textbooks in the U.S. come from, like, the same area, or they always did, and there was this big push at some point to, like, write these sort of slightly different, like, Civil War narratives, like, right around when the prominence of the KKK was kind of. At one point, there was, like, fucking over a million, million person membership. They made a big-ass march on Washington. Uh, Yeah, they were pretty big there for a bit until some internal politics kind of fucked with them. Ended up splitting their power. But they legitimately made a run for real office. Like, at this point, the, at, at the, the clan that they present in the movie is a fucking shadow of the fucking past. Like, they're blundering fucking idiots who, like... Yeah. Everything from, like, David Duke... Like, when they show David Duke in his office, like, at the National Chain... Yeah. And, like, they'll do the little panaways to, like, he's the dude there. are like, oh, that not really much going on in that national office yeah. like, but like it's presented as this big thing and like you know there's a guy who retires as, or he uh, he's trying to get Ron to be the chapter leader so he can move that to national and like yeah. you kind of tell David Duke's kind of brushing it off because I don't think there's anything for that guy to do because there isn't anything at the national level like in the 70s there was a slight research but at the same time it was well 60s and the 70s it, again, it was almost a shadow. Like, again, at one point, it was fucking scary. They literally did run state houses. They did run police departments. Wow. They they were mainstream accepted by mainstream... Yeah, mainstream politics in America accepted them at the point. Again, it was like a good 10-year period, and then they kind of started crashing down. And this version, again, it never... The, the sentiments never went away, but the organization, the prominence of it did. But you could kind of see how it could come back with enough... Dumbassery assery, as I like to call yeah. it, people could fall back into it. Yeah, at one point, the reason they took off is they hired a fucking marketing campaign. They hired a marketing, um, like an executive mm-hmm. or consultant, rather, and they decided they were going to get salesmen. So they had dudes go door to door and they were selling the Klan.
0: And like they're doing now, they're putting candy in bags and then putting like little flyers for the KKK. And I think North Carolina or some shit.
1: Yeah, and that I'm, and there, that I'm it, sort of curious about. That could be a lot of different things. I think it, I think it's
0: probably it's honestly probably just some asshole printing flyers yeah, and then putting it. That. It kind of sounds like to, of those, trigger, yeah, to trigger to trigger Democrats
1: and trigger liberals to, just to watch the news and be like, "Hi, they're talking about that." Shit. Exactly. Kinda, a lot of the times it is because the genuine recruiting efforts aren't so overt. No, no. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like the dudes who are trying to get, they try to stay a little underground, a little bit. Like, they don't want to draw that sort of attention as much.
0: And they showed that in the movie, too. Like, they, like uh, the recruiter, I think his name is Marcus or some shit. But he, he was like, hey, uh, he was like, keep it very hush-hush. And, you know, and call, you I'll see. call you back. And I'll tell you where to meet. And, you know, please be alone and shit like that. Yeah. They were very, 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 like, secretive about that. And... and um, oh man, I told you something, and I was like, I'm surprised. I, I, I'm kind of having a difficult time with it because they showed the parallels of um, of something. What so was it? They had
1: they okay. So they had there was a scene where they're officially initiating Ron into the clan mm. in. Oh, really right. broken yeah, yeah, yeah. down, like, shady basement, this fucking, like, rental place that they had to rent. And, like, mm-hmm. it, it shows, like, the whole bureaucracy of, like, yeah. organizations. Um, like, the whole coffee cookie stuff. Let's put our robes on and do our do our thing now. Um, and at the same time, um, on the other side of town, in one of the black student union activist house, they have... Um, Someone who was a well, part
0: of the Slavery Times he, and... He well, was, yeah,
1: China, I don't know if it's <clears> supposed to be a very specific... A historical character, but it's um, oh god damn it! The actor, um, uh, Belafonte, is playing the guy, and Belafonte is a fucking pretty powerful actor, so he's giving yeah. like this like, This speech. He's basically giving a narrative of the lynching that happened, and so they're they're switching between like what's happening at the ceremony, and they have Ron like spying on. It. He's watching because he's not allowed to go there, but he's like yeah. on assignment. Uh, but he's watching through the, the glass and then they'll flash back to the story and then they kind of, like, they start with like longer segments and they move as they get closer and closer, they start almost flashing at one point they get to a point where uh, there's a white power chant being on at the ritual and then there's a, a black power chant going on at the house and they, act, and, and they meet in the middle at the chant. Yeah. Like the split screen. It's like a pretty powerful sort of like mirrored sort of image at that point.
0: And I, and I said that I thought it was, it was a very powerful image and it was a good thing for people to see. But I think for certain people who don't really understand and who are so inept and they just want to fit in somewhere, seeing those parallels, it kind of puts power towards what, Trump usually says, like, oh, you know, this uh, Black Lives Matter is is really dangerous to America. And I think putting those two together kind of makes his point a little bit, not fully, but makes his point a little bit. It's like, it shows you, like, yeah, you have white power over here. That's undeniably fucking dangerous. And then you have black power over here who people are saying, like, well, you know, they, they get violent, too, and they can be, you know, really crazy and stuff like that. So I think putting those two together might confuse some people. I got it, certainly, and I know
1: you did. Yeah, true, but, I mean, at that point, it's like, most people probably already made the confusion. But at the same time, it is kind of important, because if we had gone through that whole movie, and that sort of exact comparison was not made, yeah, um, I would not have appreciated as much. I would have thought we were being a little not truthful about things because again this, this is more of a subtle narrative of the movie but it is actually going on throughout the relationship between Ron and uh, the president of the Black Student Union who organized the first speech that he goes to that he meets her at when he's working on intelligence um, which shows the whole level of spy they had going on at, uh, in, during the civil rights movement like any group that they thought might be causing maybe they literally would infiltrate and record and shit and again, it shows that yeah, there is this hardline stance, and you can totally understand why that stance is being taken to the point. But at certain at certain points in the movie, Ron tries to make like a connection, like okay, well I'm doing this, and you're doing that, and even towards the end, she's like, I can't do this, like uh, basically, yeah, I can't do it with the cop because he gets the system, even though technically yeah. he's trying to change the system and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And it it turns into like almost like an ideological standoff that gets broken there at the end with what's happening on the outside. Uh, Well, below the last 10 seconds for you You guys can watch it but yeah it gets distracted but like that is a common and I think what that is is it's an ongoing I think it's an ongoing question within the movement itself as far as like recognizing the systemic nature of things but then also realizing that at some point if you're against if you're against participating in any of the systems whatsoever you wall yourself off a bit and so, I don't, again, like, it, it, it shows, like, there is this 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 problem you run into. Is that, yeah, what, what does happen when, you know, if you're against this racist system, what happens when you're then against, you're then being discriminatory against people participating in that system who would be of, like, your community again? Like, she's pissed off right. at him. Like, yeah, you know, you're part of the problem. He's like, I'm just trying to do, like, the right thing. It's so, like, the, yeah, again, she turns on him in a way. But he's, and,
0: what he's trying to do and what she's accusing him of are two completely thing different things. She's accusing him of being the problem, just being like any of those fucking cops that are yeah, racist. Well, by bandits.
1: by nature, being a cop, you are thus you are thus perpetually the problem. Thus, you are the problem. But see, there is again as much as there is truth to yeah, there are systemic systems of oppression that you can recognize that by by support by participating in a way, you are supporting to a point. But at the same time, if you go hard enough on it, it's a lot of you're just like well. Everything, it, 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 at some point, if you go hard enough on it, like, everything's the problem, and mm-hmm. there's really no solution.
0: Yeah. And then you're just stuck with, like, well, yeah, a handful of problems, and you don't know what the fuck to do.
1: Yeah, and it's like, okay, then what do we do,
0: though?
1: Yeah. Like, again, if you go hard enough on it, again, there's, there's a healthy extreme, but any, any of these ideas you just go hard enough on, you kind of miss all subtleties and points. Right. But... Yeah, it, it, it does speak to it. You can, you can go in a bad direction by focusing so hard on those things that you lose either perspective or abilities to address the actual problem that you thought you were addressing in the first place. Right. Like, that stuff can't happen. And, and, and
0: that's happening a lot now with, you know, these movements and stuff. A, a lot of shit is just people are going so fucking hard on it.
1: Well, it's just being pissed off. People like to be pissed off at stuff, man.
0: People are designated <laughs> fucking anger people. Like, it, it doesn't make any sense.
1: Oh yeah, it's like, what should I be angry at today? Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's such a
0: struggle. It, not a struggle, but it's such a, like, a strive for these people. Like, I'm angry at this, so I'm going to try and take it down. Or I'm going to try to take this person down because I'm pissed off at the day. And then today. that turns
1: into the victory. But then it's like, all right, sweet, you blew a hole in something. But now we got a hole in something. Yeah. That wasn't there just, before. Who's going to fix it? Like, yeah, there's just so much focus on the, like, yeah, take it down, get exposed. Like, all right, cool. You're kind of saying stuff a lot of us already knew anyway, and you're just all of a sudden coming to realization. You're pissed off about it, mm-hmm. but so let's get back to trying to fix it now. Yeah, it's like I don't know. Some people just like to be a participant, and the easiest way to participate is to be kind of pissed off and perpetuate yeah. that stuff, not to actually try to get into the nitty gritty of things that sometimes take decades to fucking change. And exactly. Address. Like, it, it, take the civil okay, take the civil rights movement in and of itself, like. That was a long fucking process that wasn't... It wasn't what we would refer to as, like, a decade or two. It, it really was, like, the span of, like, hundreds of fucking years. Oh, but yeah. But it's, it's... It's lost. Like, again, like, those gains seem to be... You need to recognize gains for gains at times sometimes and not, like, burn bridges backwards that you might need sometimes. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Some people just take some shit that happened for granted and it's like, oh, man, that's, we, we've been around a long time. It's not just this past, however old the person is at the time. It's so not however yeah. you're 22 years or you're 23 years. It's like, eh, a lot of more some real fucked up shit happened. And we to yeah, appreciate okay. where we're at and who brought you where. And Just, just keep perspective a little this bit. This generation like tends a to of,
0: overlook it. Yeah,
1: I think, um... What yeah. the fuck is going on with your phone? That's professional. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, oh. But one thing I did want to touch on at, at the end of the movie, uh, they showed the Charlottesville... Um, Oh yeah,
1: the uh, Charlottesville. Uh, Some footage from Charlottesville, and the dude ran over everybody.
0: Yeah, and they uh, they show a black flag well, and it's upside down, and uh, it's and just the the whole theater was fucking silent, just dead silent, and then. But, well, it
1: was that was a weird little dramatic roller coaster he ran through right there. Yeah, at the end, it, within a span of about a minute and a half, he goes from. <clears throat> what easily could have been a great ending yeah but ultimately I'm glad he did he did yeah in that he rectifies the whole what is like last acts of like like basically his last fuck you to the clan cause some shady shit happens with the department and you realize like oh damn a lot of stuff is just kinda there's people higher up you yeah. figure out who's a piece of shit he gives Toe for Grace It was a great fucking um He's a great David, David Duke. Duke. Yeah. <laughs> he played that role hard. Again, another person
0: that every time he said the N-word, he was just like, you can kind of see him twinge a little bit.
1: <laughs> but fucking, he calls him back and he tell, he basically tells him what's up. And he's like, you fucking son of a bitch. And he just like hangs up on him. He's just like left in shock. and he, <laughs> All the cops are laughing. And then it cuts to the scene with, with the girlfriend and like, again, that little issue I mentioned because it kind or no, then they set up the other fucking guy who was a real piece of shit the whole time who had pulled him over and harassed him and shit like yeah, that. Yeah. And, um, Shut that down, and then moves into the argument, not the argument, the discussion, and then that's interrupted by a blatant, a blatant scene by the Klan again, and then we get the footage at the end. Like, it's a fucking roll, that last five minutes is a fucking roller coaster. Yeah, because
0: but- it just starts showing um, Trump on, the, on a podium, and he's saying, talking about Charlottesville, and he's saying, like, there were good people on both sides, both sides, and then you just see footage of, you know, this car plowing through a crowd of people, you just see like these fucking neo nazis screaming jews will not replace us and it, it just like it really just hits hits you hard because you look at it and you're like fuck and, and and what i think he was trying to do was he was trying to say like this is what happened back then and this is what's happening right now there's really no fucking difference yeah
1: the surface level with the volume off <laughs> it looks yeah. uh looks really similar yeah but it was but it could also tell and you know what I think I just realized this, this is this kind of goes with how I said like the clan of the movie was a poor poor shadow of the one that it was before mm-hmm. I, I think Charlottesville again it showed that yes people still have these ideas but like that momentum and acceptance isn't there like again they're trying to bring back these images like there's constant callbacks yeah to like the bygone days but like it just looks more and more pathetic as time goes goes like the whole idea that they're they're trying to use torches again intimidating right but right they're fucking citronella mosquito torches. <laughs> they weren't. <laughs> Hawaii torches. Yeah, they didn't make their own fucking torch. And it's it's just like. It, it just reflects that. Like, there's this degradation of, like, the level yeah. of it. And and again, then showing up, they used to have a clown night and try to scare people out of town. People would stay in. Now people come out and tell you, fuck you, go away. Yeah. <laughs>
0: like, They'll fight you now. Yeah, exactly. They'll like, fight it
1: you. Just, yeah, it's it's a shadow. But it, it's weird. Again, still happened, but you can see there is in general even though it's still happening, I think it does show that, okay, this is just a long fucking process. Like, this is just a long fucking thing that we thought would have been over, but we gotta keep dealing with it. it But I think it does show that there is that Again, the, number, the numbers are on the, on the better side this time, so... Yeah. I mean, we have less and less people showing up as, like, these white nationals rise, so. There's not...
0: There's truly...
1: Again, it's, it's really th- just... At this point, it, it's uh, not as many. It's just they're so loud, and it does get interjected in the public conversation.
0: And honestly, though, but with Charlottesville uh, in general, I don't think all of those people were there because they're true Nazis. I don't. No, but believe, they fell into it. Yeah, yeah they felt they fell into it, or they wanted to fit in, or they wanted to be a part of something, or like I maybe saw they're a video. lost. And they're
1: like, where? Where's my group? I mean, I, yeah, I I'm can like, see everyone's losing their <laughs> shit. I mean, I'm losing my rights too. Where? Like, I, again, it, it's understandable. How it would happen. It's just like it's probably best to create situations where that just doesn't avoid where people don't feel alienated and feel like, well, maybe I'm a fucking neo nazi. Maybe that's where I fucking belong. Yeah. Like it yeah, should probably work. on you know helping support people's esteems and give them more factual based information a little earlier yeah. so that kid doesn't make that fucking mistake but again there really aren't those hardliners who are like yeah they'll take them to them that's the recruit Yeah, they don't care how you fucking fall in they need soldiers
0: what What <laughs> I was telling you about too and I think you know kind of adds to this like the Charlottesville thing like some of those people I bet you anything they're just there for to piss people off
1: there's, or they're there there's to there's fight, some fight light, or some whatever light light it is trolls, some, yeah.
0: like that kid that I saw online you know Two counter protesters uh, cornered him, and he started taking off his polo shirt and his "Make America Great Again" hat. And he's like, "Guys, honestly, seriously, I'm here just for fun. You know, I'm not a na- I'm not a Nazi. What? I don't hate black people." I'm like, "Oh, so he's now?" Just there to piss people off. <laughs> yeah, he's just there to piss people off. And I think that's a lot of what's going on right now. And I think Charlottesville was a big it's a weird. It was a
1: weird culmination of a lot of it. It was a
0: lot place. of it was a lot of it. Now and then, now when you have like. Unite the Right and stuff like that. Twenty fucking people because people learn like, oh shit,
1: I'm not gonna well, try yeah, th- that those again. Those ones who are kind of on the fence, they're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm not actually in it to try to have a street based race war. Right yeah, I'm not that dedicated of a race so stand by Let's go away. Yeah, th- actually, there was one in Tucson. Well, there? there was supposed to be a little march, and yeah, it was like ten people. They got <laughs> shut down. And, yeah, people <laughs> basically showed up, surrounded, so and then the cops had to escort them out of the park. But yeah, it's just it was what it was. Maybe like twenty years ago when he yeah show up at a. 20, 20, 10, 20 years ago, it'd be, like, a handful of just little bold racist dudes. Yeah. And the kids. <laughs> and those
0: people are finally dying off, and their kids are, you know, realizing that, you know, black people, brown people, Asian people are not horrible. And they're—and I think it's slowly turning around. Unfortunately, we still have some fucking assholes that, you know, won't die, and
1: they're just like, oh, I hate black people. Like, Why? Why? I'm pretty sure even that. I'm, I kind of think that dude. I don't know if you heard. There was that Nazi who was like 93 years old who was gonna be uh, deported back to Germany. Yes, yes. In all honesty, at this point, dude, he's probably all right. <laughs> I mean, he's been living in New Jersey for like 60 years, and you know
0: how many Jewish people are
1: how I mean, Jewish people the, are in New Jersey? Point, yeah, I mean, at this point, I'm like, I don't know that that one. I'm like, okay. It gets kind of weird to me one, thing, one thing <laughs> but basically I, assume... I think basically at some level even he changed now regardless yeah. if you think he should be sent back or ethical or whatever but my point is that I think at this point he is not the same as he was back in the 30s I think he's no. probably gone through some adjustments no. and realized he probably had some there was some error in the way I, like, I don't think he's a secret contributor to these groups like I'm pretty sure his yeah. whole deal was just trying to stay low for the rest of his life yeah and probably he was like I probably did some fucked up shit. But I don't mm-hmm. think he, he was the dude involved. Like, but people like David Duke will never. David Duke change. is a hardcore dude, and he and you know he's, at this point at least you know he's not changing his fucking mind. He's never he's never he's he, never going to be he, like. He shadows oh. up the language, and kind of again. He, there's the whole the whole strategy of the new clan, the David Duke things, but to that he sticks, and eh, at least he's not really shady dudes who's trying to pretend that he's not for the most part. Yeah. Yeah, because that's where you get that's where you get iffy. <laughs> um. great
0: movie you need to go see it and again there's some there's some genuine
1: humor a lot of humor in it like in kernels again there's a lot of serious parts but there's some nice again dark humor to be Mm -hmm. a fan of black humor and again if if you're going to see this movie you at least probably have to have that a little bit you're not randomly walking in here because I could see if you randomly had no idea what this movie would like what (laughs) the fuck is happening here (laughs) but yeah it hits you hard on purpose it's good it's a good fucking time Um, Um, one thing I I think it's a a cultural contribution yes absolutely
0: (laughs) One thing I did want to point out um, when I left the theater, or when we left the theater, 80% of those people in that theater, white. Yeah, of course.
1: Yeah. It's well, nothing, yeah, this, this, this isn't and it, And it
0: reminded me of that. It always is, man. It reminded me of, oh, I forgot what show it was, but it was like, when I say racism, you say sorry. Racism, sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it, it just reminded me of that. <laughs> oh, yeah, again, the, the, it, there's a reason. I mean, there's a reason. It, it's harder. Again, these narratives aren't new.
0: For the most mm-hmm. part,
1: but to some people they are like again to some people are gonna watch this movie, and be completely surprised. You said there were some things in there like oh fuck I didn't realize like yeah you know, you're gonna catch up. There's gonna be some people in there who are like oh my god I didn't really realize any of this shit because I just yeah. haven't been paying attention and just like been yeah. in my bubble this whole world.
0: Like I I know about it and I know the amount of horror that went into it, but like to see it on there it's just like damn like fuck. And then to see the mirror or the parallels between like now. And what, they're, what they were saying back then is just like, holy crap. And they did throw a, he's going to make America great again in that movie, too. Yeah, they are talk,
1: talking about Nixon. And then there's an yeah. obvious point where they talk about how, like, at that point, they're beginning the strategy of trying to absolutely yeah. infiltrate politics and shit. Again, which, again, they had already done back in the past. They are just trying to do it again. <laughs> um, and it was like, they're going to get somebody in the presidency. And Ron, yeah. Ron's like, that never happened. <laughs>
0: Um, that was a nice little. So yes, please go watch that time. movie. It's a
1: great, it's a great fucking movie. Good, good, good on Spike.
0: Yeah. Um, let's see what do we got here. Um, so I bought the Infinity War DVD.
1: Yeah. And,
0: yeah. and I, uh, it, it's a two and a half hour movie, but it took me almost four hours to get through it because <laughs> I kept pausing and I was like, okay, what if? And I just, <laughs> it took me fucking forever. But I think I finally have my theory. And this is the one I'm going to stick Ooh, with until... Okay, let's
1: hear it. This is let's the theory it. that we'll I'm going to stick with. We'll get back the nuts with. and bolts of us right here. Yes. Let's do this.
0: Until I see Infinity War, the second part. Um, so my theory is this, is that Vision was talking about his stone in his head. And he said, I've given a lot of thought to the stone in my head, and I think if we destroy it, we can destroy the molecular uh, integrity of the stone. So even though Wanda did destroy the stone in Thanos reversed time to undestroy the stone it still destroyed the molecular integrity of the stone so it may reverse everything that's gone on because the last stone that used before the snap was the time stone so i'm thinking maybe because the molecular integrity of the stone is diminished that means it's just gonna go back to whatever it was, or reverse everything and
1: try again. Interesting. Huh. In which that case is you, a fresh take on that.
0: In which case, you still have to battle Thanos, who has five oh, they're, other they're, stones. They're,
1: they're gonna have to fight. They're gonna have to fight him again, either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that's gonna come up. It, I don't think they're gonna. I don't think he's gonna be victim of. I don't think he's gonna be conveniently killed off by like victim of circumstance. I think you're still gonna have to fight him again yeah I think everyone only because I think we're expecting it so much. I don't think anyone's going to take like a quick oh like basically like just an explanation like, like what you Gamort fell into did. the rift, yeah, oh, okay, that takes
0: that I, I think everyone's gonna have It's all hands on deck. deck's gonna... fucking come off yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think we have to see him definitively killed <laughs> interesting um, though, that is a new take. I had not heard that one before, and I'm kind of liking that all right, all right it's
0: the one that makes the most sense, I think anyway. And when, in in terms of like, you know, because it's too easy to say like, oh, there's something wrong with the time stone, or you know, it was an alternate reality, or it was you know him using the reality stone instead of the time stone or some shit. It's e- it's easy. It's easy to say like, oh, that's what it is. They're just gonna reverse time, blah blah blah. But this one, I think, makes a little bit more sense because you don't see it coming.
1: Definitely don't see it coming. Yeah. That would... It is acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> it is an acceptable one. Uh, I think I still lean a little bit closer to either either a, a spell was cast beforehand with the... Basically, my automatic... My go forward, go backwards, go forward idea. Yeah. I think that's what they're going to do. I, but man, some damn good shit's come out since I came out with that. Now I'm kind of looking at some of it. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think they want <laughs> us to think it's the Soul Stone scenario where either people are trapped in it... Mm-hmm. But I think they're throwing that out on purpose. Yeah. I'm starting to... I think that's a big distraction.
0: And this whole thing that they... That the Russo brothers have been putting out, like... Oh, the reason that... Um, Hulk doesn't want to come out is because he's tired of helping out Bruce. And his time of need is like, bullshit. He's scared of Thanos, dude. Like... Yeah, it, that's
1: what happened. That's what I thought that's the point of that first scene was. Yeah. It was like he gets knocked like on his ass. He's like, oh,
0: shit. Because... He's never yeah, been. Yeah, he doesn't want to help ass. Bruce
1: because he doesn't want to get he doesn't want to get his ass whipped.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's not because like oh I'm tired of helping you. No, it's I don't want to get my ass kicked by fucking Thanos again. Right.
1: <laughs> he'll make it. He'll, he'll debut. Maybe we get Red Hulk. Red Hulk. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, maybe there's something fucking weird going on. Hmm. No. Yeah. i was gonna see. What if we see a, an embodiment of Hulk that's not Bruce? Nah, that fucking, that, I fucking. <laughs> I don't um, know, but let's keep we we'll keep our eyes on it. I right. like this new take. All right,
0: I like it. Um, Game of Thrones. I'm up to episode seven.
1: Yeah, getting there, son. Yeah, I uh,
0: I took some time off, a little me time, and I started watching Game of Thrones. There's a lot of sex in there, man. God damn, yeah, remember,
1: there's a lot of fucking going on. A lot of fucking. And, uh, everybody fucks.
0: Yeah, and Khaleesi's brother. What the fuck is wrong with that dude? Like. He is—he's power hungry, as well as he's fucking creepy as shit, man. Like, I like, oh my god, yeah, it—it's—it's uh, it's getting good. It is. It just continually builds. And it, and it's funny because you had mentioned you're like, well, you know, you gotta give it time. You gotta give it a little patience and stuff. And I was watching. I was like, oh my god, I don't want to hear everyone's backstories. I don't want to hear all this talking. And then in a. Fucking second, it was like, Holy shit! Right? You're like, Wait, yeah. wait what did he say? What the
1: fuck? Yeah. <laughs> you and start you're like, just... Wait a minute, what was that part? Like, Wait, what was the fuck just happened? <laughs> yeah, and then you're like, Shit, there's a reason they gave me all that. Yeah. It, re- it really wants you to fucking pay attention. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I, I get why it develops, because there's no way you could have started that super. Could have blown the load early, because eventually they'd have to have the setup part, and if you did it too early, and then when to like second season or second season or second half, the setup then. Mm hmm. Like you do like that backwards thing. I think gonna work. I think this, so far again, it just seems like it's just constant. Like it's all right, good. All right, good. Let's go here. Good here. All right, let's go here. Good here. Let's yeah. go here. And like it, it it, it, eases you into some things you don't think you would get or you would be for in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And then once you get to it, you're like, of course. Makes sense. <laughs> and Again, it's doing a damn good job.
0: I want that little fucker Joffrey dead. I want him <laughs> Joffrey. dead. mommy. As a motherfucker. Oh my god, I can't stand that little shit. I'm sure he's a nice kid in person, but... Oh, he plays a great, ah, great, great asshole.
1: It. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh. Me, I, I've i hit a little bit of a snag. Did you now? I did. I've only progressed like two or three more episodes. I'm still at the towards the end of season three. Um, because, inconveniently, <laughs> the Wi-Fi on my Xbox stopped working. <laughs> and I'm such a lazy shit that I only want to watch it in bed. Damn you, Microsoft. Pretty much. Um, I, I I could, and I did move the TV to the room for an Ethernet plug-in to play a game one night. But right, right. It's the one time I did it. I'm just sticking to DVDs. <laughs> sort of the way, the, the go-with-the-flow sort of lifestyle sort of deems, that's what I do. <laughs> but eventually I'll get this working, or I'll sit on the couch and watch it. I don't know. We'll see. But I, I am going to get through this. All right. So this, this, this will happen. But, I will catch up. You got some time right now.
0: I, I actually have a week off coming up soon. Do it. So I'm going to spend that whole motherfucker... So it's, like a, it's like
1: a wake up early, get some coffee going, do do, do your jumping jacks, and then be like, all right, time to some Game, Game <laughs> of Thrones.
0: So uh, I'm pretty excited about that. Hell Oh, yeah. oh I also saw Incredibles 2.
1: Yeah! Uh, I know
0: you saw it a long time ago. When I it saw out. that
1: shit like the Friday it came out, like at 10 in the morning, it, by myself.
0: It was, it was fucking great. awesome. It's
1: hilarious. <laughs> and...
0: and I went when I I went after a certain amount of time and was like, okay, there can't be that many fucking kids. I went on a fucking Sunday early morning, like at nine or ten or something like that, thinking, like, there's no way these fucking kids are up. Lord and behold, man, there's like six or seven kids in the theater and they're they're laughing and like I'm laughing at the at the shit that these little shits don't get. Like, there's like certain jokes in there, like adult jokes, of course. And like you just kind of look at it and you're just like ah, that's funny shit. Like, and then these little kids are looking like, what the fuck is so funny? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't fucking get it. Like, God, you're still innocent. <laughs> yeah, don't ever grow up, kid. It's a fucking
1: trap. Oh, but it, dude, that's <clears throat> damn. Did that come out on DVD yet? No. So they're no. just they're just holding a hard theater. on yeah. I think it must be bringing bank. Because think about it. I think I talked about that. The first episode of this return. I think so. And we've more or less been once a week, except for the two times we went twice. So it's been, been like thirteen weeks. Shit, I didn't even think about that. Right? Like whoops. I saw it last weekend.
0: That's yeah, that's got to be Dude, over some two movies, months. Some
1: movies are in and out in like three weeks if yeah. <laughs> they don't do well. So you can Well, tell. like
0: Infinity War was only in theaters for what, like maybe a month? Mm,
1: maybe that? No, no, no I think it, well, I think it was out for a couple. It just came out on DVD quick too. Huh. But it made a fuckload of cash. Yeah, but um,
0: one thing I, I I didn't like about the movie is uh, when they did the whole screen slaver thing and they had the flashing lights. I don't know why, but I was watching it and like my fucking eyes were just like I don't know. It, it, I felt like the characters on the on the screen. I was like, my fucking eyes are like like something's wrong. Like they feel like they're like sore or like they. Like, I, I don't know what it was, but. Who, on the verge of
1: having a seizure?
0: <laughs> I think I was on the verge of having a seizure. And then they took, uh, when we got the tickets and everything, like, the uh, they said they had the warning on there that said, like, uh, there are some scenes that may cause epileptic, epileptic seizures. And I was like, mm, that must suck for those kids that have that. And then I go in there, I'm like, fuck, what the hell is wrong with me? And like I had to look away a couple times because I was like, God, it's starting to hurt like really bad. The process of aging, man. Your eyes start working oh, as yeah. well. You
1: getting nauseous quick and migraines yeah. and shit. This is thirty people. Yeah. Love it or li- leave it. Your asshole starts hurting more and more <laughs> on a daily basis. Oh, no, that's that was a given. That's yeah. since birth. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh um, no, for a little bit. Well, I think for a little bit there as a child, I had a functional asshole. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, man. Um,
0: but yeah, it was a really good movie overall. I. I I don't know if it lived up to the twelve fucking year hype that they had, but
1: I don't think they needed to wait that long. No, if they had it in the can, they probably could have released it early. But you know, still good. But you're right; it doesn't it doesn't feel like something that they needed to wait that long to make. Like, oh, yeah. we're either waiting for this new fucking style like animation, or we're waiting for yeah. like this big team to come and do stuff. It's like, no, I think, I think maybe this is just something they're gonna they're milking. Like, maybe this is the reason it's still in theaters. It's like, if we get every drop out of it. For what it's yeah. worth, without wasting any money or something. but
0: I really think they shouldn't have waited that long. It Honestly, was a like long time. It I was mean, a they r-
1: almost risked losing a lot of people who may not have seen it. Like, luckily enough, it seemed enough younger people, you know, like teenagers, were still around for that. But I'm like, another five years, I think they would have missed the mark. Yeah, people like, would have been was,
0: like, what the fuck are you talking yeah, about?
1: Yeah, like, I, I think they caught it right at the end. They're like, okay, now, we have to. This is our last chance. Yeah
0: in the beginning of the movie too they i don't know if you saw it because you are late to every fucking movie but i
1: walked in as it's <laughs>
0: no i got, again
1: perfect timing motherfucker
0: yep. um, but they had a had uh, like a little intro from um, from all the cast members like they had uh, Frozone. they had all these people and they're like we know it's been a long time thank you so much for waiting thank you so much for oh no know. i missed
1: that part uh, yeah of course you did of course you fucking <laughs> At the beginning did. of the real movie thank you <laughs>
0: So you missed the whole like intro, the little um pot sticker cartoon. Oh no, I
1: did then. No, maybe I did, I just wasn't paying attention as I was walking in. Because I did see the little pot sticker movie. So I did catch that. <laughs> Quick question, how much did you smoke before that? Uh fucking copious amounts. <laughs> and it was perfect. Again, sense. I woke up. That was one of those days I woke up. I was like, well, this is also during my vacation. So I was like, alright. It's like nine ten. What could I do? I could go back to sleep. <laughs> Or I could actually go watch, like, the first showing of a movie. I could go watch the Incredibles. That's why I went. I was like, fuck it, I'm up and we'll go. But I've heard. <laughs> anyway, it was great. It was fucking sweet. It was perfect. Yeah, no, actually, I did catch that. I think I saw it, and I was just like, whatever, it's stupid. Like, Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: But, um, yeah, the... Yeah, I the potsticker thing was fucking emotional. It was weird. It kind of freaked me out a little bit, in a way. I was just like, do I eat potstickers now? Do Is that okay? Like, or is it something different? And then at the end, you're kind of seeing like, oh, I get it, you know, it's a representation of her child and stuff, and you're just like, it's emotional.
1: Bang. Like, I never thought I'd get emotional over Chinese food, but yeah. Right? God damn it. emotional over everything. I, yes. Oh, man. You know what? I balled hard last week. What did you watch that made you... I fucking finally... Okay, don't ask me why I never watched it. Also, considering I've owned the movie for years now.
0: Oh, fuck. What? But
1: I, I finally watched The Wrestler. The Wrestler. The Wrestler, 2006 uh, Mickey Rourke movie. Oh, shit, yeah, The one that yeah, like, yeah. revived his career, kind of. Well, not revived it, but, like, reminded people Put of Mickey Rourke. Put a little life in it. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, remember Mickey Rourke? Dude, that is a fucking... That's a damn emotional... And You know what? You know I, I'm going to say straight up from the from the beginning. I'm sure a lot of it has to do with the fact that, like, as a kid, I did watch wrestling. Mm-hmm. And then later in adulthood, like, went back and looked at it as adult and, like, actually delved into, like, what it is, like how adults admit now, like, okay, you know, there's a story, so there's book pages on, and then you actually get into this, like, the storylines of what happened to the real people, like, how they get fucked over, or, like, yeah. what ends up happening to them, so, like, all this shit that's going on, it's, like, stuff I knew happened to dudes, like, I, I, I can look at examples and be like, that's, like, that dude probably, they're talking about this guy and shit, like, oh, he was fuck it I was watching it so goddamn intently, and then just, fucking end of the movie comes and I had like a good solid two minutes I was just fucking weeping as it was oh going on I God. saw what was wow. happening and I was like no nah. <laughs> wow and at the same time I was like but yes I, it was such a complicated moment for me <laughs> wow that's amazing. it's a damn good movie and only because I recommend it so much I'd say just watch it and you'll see what I'm talking about mm-hmm. and then but yeah it was like fucking perfect perfect in the most fucked up ways <laughs> I don't oh, know, but shit. yeah, that is that is emotional again, if you at any point, like, watched it, like, enjoyed wrestling, or just are okay with it, and you're not like, oh, fuck that shit, you're going to enjoy the shit out of it. If you just fundamentally are against the principle of professional wrestling, it might not give you the same effect it gave me. <laughs> you might think very, very differently of what's happening on screen. I Which, agree. actually, now I, I want you to watch this movie.
0: I'll watch it. I, I'll 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 watch I want screen. to see if this is Is it all, on Netflix or
1: something? Um, I'll check. Otherwise, I have the DVD. Okay. Again, cool. I've owned the movie for you several years. You still fucking
0: have my Batman vs. Superman DVD, by the way. I'm sure I do.
1: I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to bring that back. I must have hit it for myself.
0: <laughs> You're like, don't fall in that rabbit hole. Yeah. Um, But I did watch uh, uh, 500 Days of Summer again. And I talked about it last time. we did. We did. Um, and I watched it for the sole fucking purpose of finding out... like did Joseph Gordon-Levitt really have a point when he said that Tom was selfish? And I've drawn a conclusion that Joseph Gordon-Levitt doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about.
1: Are you, are you doubling down on this? I am tripling <laughs> down Not on tripling this motherfucker.
0: down. So, get this. In the movie, and for those of you who haven't seen it, you need to go fucking see it because it, it, it's just gut-wrenching. And it made me cry. It, I've seen the movie a thousand fucking times and it makes me cry every time. But... In the movie, yes, she does make it clear that she does not want any type of relationship. She doesn't want any of that. And so he uh, basically gives her an ultimatum and says that, look, you know, we're uh, I th- friends don't do this shit to each other. We don't go to the movies. We don't hold hands in Ikea. We don't have shower sex and stuff like Friends don't do that shit. I like those
1: kinds of friends. Yeah. Those but- friends get can- those friends. Don't listen to this propaganda. The friends can exist. Go on.
0: <laughs> yes, they can.
1: They don't, can. Don't listen. To don't them. stop being that kind of friend. If you're that kind <laughs> of friend, I support your your <laughs> actions. <laughs> Keep going.
0: Anyway, he he basically says like the friends don't do that shit. You know, we're in a, we're in a relationship. And she said she says you know I I just don't want a relationship. And he's like you're not the only one in this motherfucker. So you don't you're not the only one that gets a say in it. So he leaves. And she could have just left it there and never talked to him again and just said, like, look, you know, you obviously want something different. I don't want this. So let's just go our separate ways. Could have left it at that. But no, she comes back to his apartment and she says, you're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And they end up having sex. And, you know, they're they together and then it just turns into this downward spiral of she's like miserable because she's in a relationship. She's miserable because she has to put labels on things and she has to tell people that they're in a relationship. So case in point, Summer Finn, you don't know what the fuck you did to that man.
1: You fucked him up, you motherfucker. <laughs> this guy sounds like a pussy. That's what I'm saying. That's what he I'm, I'm thinking. Is, he, is, he is a pussy. I would give you that. He is a fucking pussy. I'm always pussy. on Zoe Zoe Deschanel's side. Yeah. I will watch this and I will try to be objective about it. Alright, alright. But my natural inclination is to say I'm on her side. Exactly. <laughs> you worship her and you do what she yes. says. That is, my, that is what my take on it is. No means no, Joseph. No. But
0: now I'm curious with the revisit. But yeah, fair nice. does. Um, so yes, just wanted to touch base on that.
1: <clears throat> okay, I have something that I did not mention before, but I feel I forgot. And now I'm going to interject it because now I don't even know. Because Alright, okay. Reservoir Dogs. Oh, I love that movie. Okay. Rewatched this movie again two days ago. Okay. And after it was done, something I started thinking about a lot. Fucking Mr. Blonde. Yeah. The dude who goes fucking crazy in the bank, shoots a bunch of hostages, ends up torturing the cop, gets killed by the cop. So, on forth, forth. forth, forth. Mm-hmm. Friend of the, or the organizers and whatnot. I was trying to figure out what exactly was the deal with him. Because there's a couple things presented and a lot of things assumed. We usually just I think the general idea is everyone's just like he just snapped, or he yeah. or he or he always was like this psychopath kind of guy. Mm. That seems to be the main narrative. Something I kept thinking like throughout, like just kind of looking at some of the ways like he like would interact with people and shit. Like I think what it was is a kind of a. Know, what's your what's your take? What do you think was his deal?
0: I think he was just a loose cannon. I just think that he had that built up inside him, and he just you know he's just one of those people that you know you can't really be around because things get too fucking crazy all of a sudden around him, and you what know dude
1: just escalate shit out of nowhere just to do it. Yeah,
0: he just does it just to you know prove his point or to be an ass or something like that. He's it's not that he snapped or it's because. If he snapped, that means that he was completely normal and he was completely fine before this. But you see hints of it, like mm-hmm. later on. He like in the very beginning, he's kind of like this loose cannon. Like you know, let's fucking kill him or let's fucking do this. It's like he, he's very volatile. So you know, any little thing will just put an idea in his head, and he's just like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna do it because I can."
1: And so that would seem to be like. Sort of like the, the nice guy Eddie, um, the dude who was like, no, when he when he finds out that he got shot, like even though he was tortured, cops like I don't give a yeah. fuck. He's a fucking cop. Shoots the cop right there. Who gives a fuck about. It? Like I think that's his idea. Is like, he is like that, but at the same time he's always like that, and so he. <sighs> yeah, I think he was just sort of used to it. like he that is what the he is. He just he can go extreme. If the situation permits and you just know that. yeah. So I think that's, so that would be like the more rational view of him. It's like he's just, he is that and it just happens. So yeah, he fucking hates cops. He's been in jail forever. He wants to fucking, he wants to fuck this guy up real slow. Like that, like it seems like that's like the rational actor sort of thing. Like he actually is in control at all times. He's just willing to go to extremes that most people think are fucking crazy. But to him, he's like, fuck it. Exactly, so that's like putting him in like a rational mindset the entire fucking movie, which almost makes him the most rational aside from the two organizers. Like mm-hmm. he never really fucked up for the most part, according to the model they're in. Yeah, it's um, everybody else. He did like, everything. He did everything right, and it just all gets fucked up because of like emotions <laughs> and shit. And I was kind of thinking that, and then at the other time I was thinking, I was like, at the same time, I could see it that maybe he he had like these sadistic like tendencies but I think he might have also been a little PTSD'd out. At least that's what I was thinking when yeah. I was watching it because I was seeing like cues he was given and he seemed like kind of disassociated. Mm-hmm. But you now like I've talked about the past couple days I'm thinking that might be more of like a sociopathic sort of like disassociation.
0: Like he's just full on crazy?
1: Uh not well he just has the tendencies to not have like the borders and whatnot, and I think that might play into like because that does play in like social interactions like where some things seem like kind of like they're trying to do it because they yeah. think that's what they're supposed to do in a way. Um, but I don't know. I think he falls somewhere in there between like the rational actor and a little bit in between those two. It's well, yeah, like, It's interesting because I mean like fucking when I first watched it just was like oh he just fucking was like crazy and shit he couldn't trust the dude. But yeah. like when you watch it back and you realize like oh that whole thing that happens at the end with like the fact is because he fucking trusted him so much he knows that guy's a cop and he's fucking lying. Yeah. And it's like, wait a minute, who was this dude? And, like, you you remember the backstory parts? Like, oh, yeah, he was fucking in prison for them. He's, like, a family friend, all that shit like that. Like, he's a way more complex character than I thought. I used to just think he was, like, this plot device to move it around. Like, he just went crazy and fucked things up for everybody. Tarantino has a
0: great way of doing that, putting those characters in there that you're just like, what's this motherfucker's deal?
1: Right? Yeah. It just, he has, you know he has his motives. But, like, it's not really on display, but you you understand he's operating from who he is kind of shit. Right, right. He, he's great at developing, like, individual characters. Um. <clears throat> and I want, I, to believe Mi- I want to believe Mr. Pink got away. I want to believe I, that, too. I look into do. it, and I don't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to believe it, just keep on believing, kids. Keep Mr. On. Pink is living on a fucking Bahamut <laughs> Island somewhere, sipping on pina coladas. Keep on keeping on. <laughs> Being a professional.
0: <laughs> um. Uh, sadly, Aretha Franklin died this year. Uh, she did this week. She did, yeah. And, and I and I it pissed me off because I was like looking at online, which is never good whenever a celebrity <laughs> dies. But I was looking online, and all these fucking millennials are just like, "Oh my god, she just got popular. Who is she? Like, it's so sad. I'm like, shut the flying fuck <laughs> up, man! Like, she was a voice of a generation, and like." A, and I had just watched Blues Brothers I was gonna say
1: Blues Brothers yeah I had just watched Blues Brothers
0: uh like a couple weeks ago and I saw her in that in that movie and I was just like damn man like she had a wonderful voice you know in her older age you know it kind of declined and stuff but she just had a powerful fucking voice she was Beyonce before there was Beyonce
1: right there there was Aretha all you people going to fucking Beyonce church you should be going to the temple of Aretha yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> might not that. might not be, might be fast paced you know you might not yeah. move as much but the you songs are a little
0: older a little harder to stand well, but you got, you get it yeah. um, just gotta go visit <laughs> but I was thinking about uh, Blues Brothers as well the guitar player the guy who plays her husband in the Blues Brothers uh, he passed away too this year I think he died of like a heart attack or something like that
1: huh so we pretty much have Dan Aykroyd. Or
0: Dan Aykroyd's okay. still alive. Um, damn, who else is left? Yeah, well, Ray Charles, to, is Charles
1: is gone. Ray Charles is gone. Belushi. Belushi's A going. lot of, of the, uh, the old dude from the beginning, I'm sure, was dead within two years of that movie being oh, made. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Like most major players, John Candy. Was, yeah. He's dead. He was, uh, <laughs> yeah, most major players in that movie are no longer around.
0: Yeah, I know the cowboy guy. He's gone too, I think, right?
1: No, no, no. He's. I think he's still alive. Is he making The Ranch? No, different,
0: no, different, no, no. Different. That's different. Uh, Sam Elliott. Yeah. I love that show, by the way. Oh, dude, my I God. Dude, I still need to start it. You need to watch it because it's It's like that 70s show, but far gone. more cursing. <laughs> and it's fucking hilarious, dude. Oh, my gosh. And I'm in the actual last season of it. and mm-hmm. um, it's It already,
1: already has a last season? Yeah, just because, re- okay.
0: because of Danny Masterson and his fucking he raped like two women. And really? yeah, he raped two women, dude. Yeah, missed, and then How did I miss that one? This was during like the whole like the beginning of Me Too movement. They were accusing everybody and he was like one of the first ones and he got fucking I guess they have proof. Like they have police reports and rape kits and they're like, god. Well, that's damn. probably why that one just went away
1: because it was like close case closed. Mm
0: hmm. So Damn. So they wrote him off of the show, and these fucking women are like, like, "Oh, Netflix doesn't care about uh, these these
1: victims." Like,
0: bitch, you got what you wanted. It's over. He's in jail. Like, fuck, don't, don't man. Don't take things
1: from me. Hey, we lose most movies if we go back and look like that and do. And oh we yeah. Start taking. We, lose, we if, if we're not allowed to watch things that have fucked up people in them, mm-hmm. we ain't allowed to watch most things. <laughs> so appreciate it for what it is. Um,
0: so I I found out this week that Ildris Alba uh, was teasing being uh, 007.
1: He yeah, you know, I think we preemptively celebrated that.
0: Yeah, I was I was all for it, and then he fucking came out and said, like, I'm was, not playing 007. He was fucking
1: with him, like, God damn it. <laughs> you beautiful, beautiful man. Right? And I'm like, I know there's gonna be another one, but yeah. now it was fine. You could, you could easily get fucked up. <laughs> yeah, I found so, that out too, and I was, I was like, damn it. Like, am it fun. Yeah, that was disappointing news. <laughs> um, I also saw that
0: Guardians of the Galaxy 3 has been put on hold indefinitely until they can find a new director.
1: Mm. What's the deal with the script, though? They're keeping the same okay. script. So they made that cover. They're going to go with the same script. They're, they're, they're making
0: that decision. They're going with the same script, but um, they need to find a new director that is supportive of that vision. So... We may be waiting for
1: Guardians for a while. Interesting. Uh, did Was it slated yet, or did we not have a projected year prior to this? It was happening? 2019. Okay, yeah, yeah. So they fu- I fucked up the schedule a little bit then. Yeah, because that means it would have been happening now. Yeah.
0: So, oh, well. I guess we'll get there. Um, man, we got an hour right now. So... Do you want to make a side B? Let's fucking do it. Let's fucking do it. We're doing this, bitches. We're going to need two consumables. Yes. That's right. <laughs> side B. Coming at you next.